Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. All right, Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So why don't you first just tell the audience a little bit about who you are, and then we can dive into Talent Fusion and your chapter um, after that. Sounds great. So Kate Lakers, I've been in the HR field for almost 15 years now. Hard to believe how fast time goes. I'm currently a director of HR for a small government contractor based here in Cincinnati, Ohio, about 65 employees that I support uh, mostly in science and engineering. And for my joining at Edigent, I worked in HR in some various positions as HR business partners, organizational change and development for some really large companies. So I've made quite a shift from very large Fortune 100 companies to um, a pretty small company, and it's been a great transition. Um, I've also done work in consulting. I have a background in industrial organizational psychology, in addition to my HR background. And a fun fact about me, I've loved, lived in the state of Ohio now for five years. I'm originally from Florida, and I get a lot of odd questions of why would I move north? But I feel like people should be asking the opposite question is, why do you live where it's so hot? So <laughs> that's a little bit about me. <laughs> it sounds great in the winter, but I have to be honest, we've had 90 degree weather up here. I don't even want to know what it is down in Florida. I'm sure it's even hotter. It's bad. And you get hurricanes, so. <laughs> yes, yes. Carter King's named Elsa, which my daughter thinks is amazing that the frozen Elsa has her own hurricane. All right. So I am really excited to talk to you about Talent Fusion as well as your chapter. I feel like I got so many good like nuggets and knowledge from your chapter. So interesting because that's not my cup of tea. That's not my area engagement. I joke that I am someone who will hire you and I walk away. So I, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. So if you could sum your chapter up in like one sentence, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I think it's really the one sentence to look into engagement from a different lens rather than just what I think a lot of us have thought it meant. Basically challenging the concept of engagement is what I would say is a summary of my chapter. It is. I think you nailed what you were trying to talk about in the chapter with really emphasizing that what we think engagement is, is actually not what it is. Your title of your chapter is one of my favorite um, titles. And so, but you know, give me maybe two or three takeaways you want someone to get from your chapters. So uh, you're referring to my title, which is you wouldn't measure your weight with a ruler. And the reason for that is, is I, I don't want people to walk away from this chapter thinking, well, gosh, I've been doing something wrong. I've been asking the wrong questions to people because that's what I'm really trying to challenge is that notion that, you know, when you ask somebody, are you happy at work? How do you feel about your job? These are more emotional connections to our work that do keep us at the companies that we are, but they're not necessarily what makes up and defines engagement. So I am challenging people to just look at it differently, but I don't want you to walk away with this sense of, oh, I've been measuring this wrong. Because what I, what I, what I kind of joke about in the chapter is you wouldn't measure your weight with a ruler, but that doesn't mean your weight and a ruler are not important. It just means that you've been using the wrong thing 
uh, to measure what you're looking for. And so I challenge us as HR professionals to really focus on what engagement is and that it's a much more complex state than just asking a few questions on a survey and getting a wants and needs list from employees on what foosball tables and snacks they want in their break room to quote, make them more engaged. So I think that's really the big takeaway I have and that I want people to have. And I think the other one is, you know, okay, so what? You're redefining engagement. Cool. What does that mean for me? And that's why I provided some very clear definitions in my chapter, what it is and how you can actually impact it. And the the good news is that most of it can be impacted by having really good leaders. And so it's, you've already been focusing on leadership. You know, the good news, there's good news for you. I really enjoyed the um, piece about the external factors. And, you know, I feel like it's a a theme throughout the book about coaching and mentoring and just really, you know, providing good tools, experts who can really help you succeed in your role. And that success can help with hiring the right talent to retaining the right talent as well. Yeah, like I said, loved your chapter, got so much out of it. And I'm really curious, like what are some goals or, you know, why did you decide to be a part of this multi-author book and and write a chapter right now and kind of in your life and, and in your career? I think a lot of us in the field have a bucket list uh, goalpost of writing a book one day. And unfortunately, I just don't, I just didn't feel like this would be a, an achievable goal for me. Approached me on LinkedIn with the opportunity to contribute to a chapter. I was very excited uh, because I was like, well, this is sort of meeting that goal I had for myself. And the whole reason why I had the goal in the first place is because overall, I've gotten really great feedback from leaders I've worked with that they enjoy working with me as an HR person, that I'm not this rigid, you know, <laughs> person who just who likes rules and policies that I'm actually there as a partner and I want to spread that mentality to as many people as I can and I sometimes a book is the best way to do it so it was a good blend of both worlds when you reached out to me and I was very excited to to take up on this and you know maybe one day I'll write my own book but I just don't see it happening for myself in the next few years. And it's such a difficult task. I think this is a great avenue for someone who does want to become an author, but doesn't want to have to deal with the 30,000 words that a book should be. Um, You just have to be around 3,000 words, well as being able to get insights from other professionals too, um, to kind of build upon what your expertise is. I'm really kind of digging this multi-author book kind of Yes, genre is a good, I think I would call it, use a genre to, you know, to kind of help individuals like you be able to, you know, take that off your bucket list and become an author. Now, you know, with Talent Fusion, one of the reasons we started this book is because we, we saw, you know, there's so many hurdles and challenges that we're facing with hiring and retaining talent. Um, we've had so much go on the past year and a half, and there was already issues, right, before that <laughs> um, with, you know, being able to do hire and retain. So if you could fix one issue of talent, you know, what would it be and how would you fix it? So I think the the top issue for me that I've seen in organization is just a mismatch of, of goals and communication. So you have people who are very eager to work and to be a part of a team, and you have a company that's also eager to earn revenue and, and produce results for their customers. But somewhere along the line, those goals get mismatched. And when employees start getting that sense that 
they're not aligned with the company. They, they choose to leave. It does impact their engagement as some of the chapter discusses. And to me, that's really one of the top issues as far as talent goes. And that's why you're hearing about this mass exodus that is going to occur because you had a lot of companies that were allowing remote work last year. And now they're changing that. Uh, they're going back to what they were doing. And I think a lot of people said, well, wait a minute, I was able to be just as productive working from home. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, I talked to a lot of people in the HR community and field, and everyone's like, are you gearing up for your mass exodus? And I said, no, (laughs) you know, believe it or not, we've allowed for full flexibility in our organization of where you work, when you work, and we're incredibly productive and our customers love us. So it's, it really goes to show that when you enable trust with people, Um, They will stick around. They will hang around. And I think that's really one of the biggest talent problems that I've seen is just that mismatching goals and communication. I don't have concerns over finding the right talent. I know I can keep the right talent as long as we do right by them. I would agree. Mismanagement of communication is always, I feel like, key to why a company or a person isn't able to kind of take it to the next level or thrive. It's usually either assumptions, right? Like assuming that the employees can't manage their day at home or assuming that a company doesn't you know, recognize that, you know, what you bring to the table as an employee. There's this this constant uncertainty between those those two groups, the business and the, you know, employees. And I think if they can put together a good communication plan, be consistent, you know, definitely could help with that retaining piece. So, well, I have thoroughly enjoyed working with you throughout this project. I have to tell people though, that you're not just an HR director. You have a side gig. You are a amazing photographer with some (laughs) amazing skills. You made me look beautiful. So I wanted to, you know, kind of give you a shout out for that because I know you helped doing some headshots for us and, and being a part of that part of the process. So thank you so much. But if anyone's ever looking for kind of brand photos, I would recommend Kate do that. But um, before we, you know, kind of end this podcast, how can our listeners connect with you? Well, thanks for the plug. That is one of the many things I've signed myself up for that I was referring to is that I decided to start my own photography business a couple years ago. So that is one of the things I do on the side that keep me from uh, writing a book. And as far as, you know, HR professionals connecting with me, I'm very much um, available on LinkedIn. I believe in connections and networking. I think it's a very powerful tool. So my name, Kate Lichters, uh, should be able to be findable on LinkedIn. And yeah, if you're looking for a photographer, uh, my what new website is actually launching very soon. I'm very excited about it. It's just katelichtersphotography.com. And my email address is katelichters at gmail.com. I try and keep everything like very consistent there. So it's always my name. And if you get really lost, then you can just Google me and either one of those should pop up. <laughs> well, awesome. And I will also add those to the notes of the podcast. That way your LinkedIn profile, as well as your photography website and your Gmail account so that people can connect with you. So thank you so much for coming and joining us today and being part of Talent Fusion and excited to see where the book goes and, and what the book's able to do for you. Yeah, I'm really excited too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.